Welcome to the Best Things Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Best Things Pod as well. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Aaron. Hello, Internet. Welcome in to the Best Things Podcast. My name is Craig. Sitting next to me, just another guy doing a podcast, Aaron just Brooks. Just an average guy. I'm not special. <laughs> You're not special? Why do you have your own show? I don't know. In- I've wondered that. Entitled. It's, I- it's entitlement. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm a victim, people. <laughs> So if you uh, if you're listening to this, go. That's a weird way to start a podcast. Uh, so we we we're a little late to the game, but we have started doing some video stuff, and we've started to uh, play around with some episode clips on the old Instagrams and TikToks of the world, and it's been a trip, y'all. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun and very insightful. I've learned a lot. As have I. Yes, absolutely. And you say we're late to the game, but I would like to just take us back through memory lane. Over a decade ago, we did some video That's podcasting. True. We were ahead of the game we were a decade very ago. Very ahead of the game. We are not just starting, okay? There have been some intermittent uh, <laughs> breaks. There's been some breaks. Self-help, self, self-love. We were doing this back in 2006, 2007, 2008, before every other ordinary individual had one. We were actually cool back then. That's that's very true. We, we were the people that people asked, well, how do you get started in podcasting? And, and we told them, you just hook up a mic. <laughs> I mean, you remember recording on those little, the cheapest little <laughs> webcam mics that you can find. Yes. And just hitting record and just seeing what would happen. Um, but yeah, we've, we've had some fun. So if you're not already, go uh, go follow us on TikTok. Uh, Instagram has been very surprising to us. We love you, Instagram people. Yeah, so shout out Instagram. Uh, all of those, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of it. You can find it at, uh, at Best Things Pod on all the socials. You'll see clips from the show, so... Uh, sometimes you'll hear if, if you listen to the podcast or if you watch it, the full episode on YouTube, um, some of these things, uh, you'll, you may recognize from the show, but you get to see our facial reactions to each other's stupidity. <laughs> Somehow seeing us has made things better. I don't, I don't I mean, know how. this is the complete opposite. <laughs> Why do you want to look at us? I mean, look, look at this face. Look at that face. It's a face only a mother could love. <laughs> And our wives, apparently. And our wives. Well, even then, I'm not so sure. Yeah. Um, but today, speaking of our wives, look at that segue. We even, oh, we even planned Right that. into it. Uh, this is actually your wife's suggestion for yes. an episode. It came out of a natural conversation you had. Yep. Why don't you tell the people okay. what we're going to talk about See, today? See, this is why it's important for you to give us feedback. Yes. Because sometimes we take your ideas and we just run with it. Yeah. So we're eating dinner a few nights ago. And she says to me, have you done a podcast on the best appetizer? I said, you know, I don't, I don't think we've ever delved into the world of appetizers. And she said, okay, what is the best appetizer? And we began to have a little debate back and forth and found that there's a lot to talk about when it comes to the beginning of your meal. 
Honestly, appetizers sometimes are the best part of a restaurant experience. Okay, when you have a good appetizer, do you think that that's setting up the rest of the meal to be, oh, this is where we're starting, it's only going up from here? Or do you get concerned that, man, the appetizer was so good, I don't know if everything else lives up to it. I've had both experiences. Mm. there, There are some places I've gone to, and the appetizer was so good, and it just got better from there. Like it did. It set my expectations high, and the restaurant met it. Now, there have been some times where I liked the appetizer. In hindsight, after it was all said and done, the appetizer was in was better than the meal itself. What's your breakdown when you're ordering at a restaurant? What percent of the time do you think that you're getting an appetizer? Um, if it's date night, we're going to get an appetizer. Uh, almost all the time, unless we're doing like a movie after, or if it's we've had a lot to eat already. That like if we're on vacation, sometimes we, if it's just me and Lauren, sometimes we won't. Usually, if we go out with our whole family, we'll get some appetizers just because everybody kind of wants to try something. Vacation, honestly, we get appetizers quite a bit. Now that I'm thinking about it and saying it out loud, has it changed since you've gotten older? When you were a kid and you oh. went out with the family, yeah. Did you get appetizers then? Not that I remember. Because it, we it was were, a special like, thing. If we went out to eat, it was like that was the that was the treat. Yeah. No, we're not getting an appetizer. Right, yeah. And you dare not make eye contact with the server <laughs> when they <laughs> ask you. Like you were instructed by the parents, like, no, we're not getting this. Yeah. Because you do if you asked, if you, if you had the puppy dog eyes at one minute. There's that meme going around. Uh, can we have an appetizer? You have appetizers at home. Like <laughs> You don't ask for that kind of stuff as a kid going out. Uh, but I, I, I'm excited about this. We were, we were talking right before we hit record and looking through some of these and doing just a, the, the, the least amount of research possible on this episode. And We want to bring quality content. <laughs> Unscripted. See, that's, that's, that's the thing. That's what you get with us. You know, This isn't some polished, fine-tuned podcast. There's no staff of writers behind the camera. No. There's nobody behind the camera. We used to set it up and hit record. <laughs> Podcast. We don't have a producer in here, uh, just monitoring our levels. We hit record. You don't. You don't need. You don't need the fanciness. You're, you're kind of over it, right? I mean, who needs super produce? Anyway, uh, looking at some of these, I thought it was going to be easy. You mentioned one thing at the beginning. Said <laughs> it, this has to be the best, right? And I said, yeah, that's got to be it. And then I started looking at the list, and all of my preconceived conceptions just I, I fluttered away yeah I after we begin to talk about it I don't think it's quite as cut and dried as what you might think it is in the beginning so without further ado let's get into it before we figure out which one's the best thing we have to talk about all the things it's time for the thing about the things Okay, we might as well start with what we thought was going to be the best, and it still could very well end up that way, but what was it? Was that Erica's thought? Yes. She posed the question to me, is there anything better than fried cheese of some sort as an appetizer? Yeah, so you're talking, you got your mozzarella sticks, cheese curds. We had toasted ravioli is the thing that we were eating. Yeah. That brought this discussion up. Where were you at? Hideaway Pizza. Oh, yeah. You've been there a few times lately. Yeah. Has that become I, it's a new new I, place? I was there ordering uh, 
a pineapple pizza. Oh, <laughs> my friends. Okay, listen. If you're listening, you got to listen oh. a little further into the episode because when we get into your feedback, we have a hot take coming in about your hot take on oh, pineapple really? and pizza. Okay. Yes. I wondered if that would get the attention of anybody. It did. That I have reversed my opinion we on. We have wondered because, okay, just, just being real, we use Anchor. Uh, they are a sponsor. We use Anchor to do our podcast, and uh, they're great. But I've often wondered, are they the best platform for us? And I've thought, you know, maybe we should look into some other options. Uh, the one thing that Anchor does that not a lot of other people do is the ability for you to send in your voicemail and us hear your voice. And we haven't had a lot of that, any of that. And Aaron finally broke the mold when he mentioned that he enjoyed pineapple on pizza. <laughs> we have uh, our first listener voicemail okay. coming up. I am I am on. excited to hear this. Yeah. So fried stuff with cheese. It's really good. Cheese curds, I would say, are definitely going to make an appearance in the bracket. I'm going to pose the question to you once again that I asked before we began, and that is, are we having to limit this to a specific dish yes. at a specific place? We can't just have fried cheese products. No. Now, I, was, I will say, cheese, cheese stuff may be hard because there's so many that are very similar. They are. But I think it's if, it's if it's a signature dish at a place, we have to identify that specific place. Okay. What's your favorite fried cheese? <sighs> cheese curds. From? That's going to be the hard part for me. I get them most often at Freddy's. Oh, see, I've never had a Freddy's cheese curd. Freddy's has really good cheese curds. Um, if I happen to screw up here and call them cheese turds at some point, <laughs> because that's what I always call them at home. Do you really? I, all the time. <laughs> call them cheese turds uh so you'll just know that i didn't yeah. slip up that but mozzarella sticks are really good also okay at different places have you had culver's cheese curds yes have you had a and w cheese curds Ooh, i don't know if i've had a and w dairy queen cheese curds no okay so who has the best cheese curds in your opinion i mean if we're talking fast food yeah Freddy's is really good I've never had a cheese curd outside of a fast food place. Really? And I think that's a shame. That is a, that I, is a shame. That's not something more... you see on a lot of menus, I don't feel like. You will see on some of them. Um, I want to say Cheddar's might have some. If they don't, they really miss <laughs> <Right>. the opportunity. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, okay, let's, 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 I think we have to leave cheese curds at, or cheese, fried cheese products at goat status right now. What else do we have there? Because there was some of these I had forgotten about but often get if i have the opportunity we, we want to go through categories of, of some kind yeah i i think that we should just kind of hit the main categories okay and then see if we can come back and maybe break it down a little further well give me give me a category then bread oh okay okay uh let me just throw out some breads at you to begin yeah, with just hit me cheddar bay biscuits from red lobster oh olive garden breadsticks oh, lord have mercy texas roadhouse rolls with the butter it's a good day carabas with a, the, with that you know the olive oil yes, and the balsamic stuff it's a, it's a bad day because i'm not eating this i just realized uh then i feel like this is like subpar bread food 
<laughs> bread food. <laughs> bread. Of course it's bread. bread. It's food. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, appetizer. But the, the bread at, at Outback and Longhorn, okay. it's the yeah. same identical loaf the of, same thing. of uh, some sort of maybe German black bread or something like that. It's really good when it's super fresh. But if it is not right. straight out of the oven, I could do without it. I'm going to throw another one in here that you probably wouldn't have thought of. But you go to some place like Chewy's or my favorite Mexican place, uh, Tex-Mex place out of Oklahoma, Ted's Escondido. Mm-hmm. You get the fresh homemade tortillas. Yeah. That's a bread. Okay, when we talk about breads, are we also talking about what they are dipped in or served with? Because, like, Texas Roadhouse has that cinnamon butter. That's really good. Okay, so that's why I said I think we have to come back to the category and break it down. Because if you just hand me a Texas Roadhouse roll and you eliminate the Texas Roadhouse butter... It's not special. It's it's, just bread. it's 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 a roll. You might as well get that from Colton's Steakhouse. No, no offense, Colton's. It's good bread, but it's just it's bread. It's bread. The butter is what takes the roadhouse roll over the top. I agree. I would tell you that don't don't come at me this time, people. Olive Garden breadsticks have gotten worse in the last few years. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. They have. Uh, they're now they still hit different again when they're fresh. But you're getting fewer and fewer fresh. Now, Olive Garden in general it has gone down. Has tanked also. This is not what it used to be in the no. 90s, early aughts. But the last time I had some Olive Garden breadsticks, I felt like they really went very light on the garlic butter that was on them. Mm-hmm. They were just sort of, eh, just a plain breadstick. They were sort of cold. It was, it was a disappointing. Yeah. And it could be limited to my local Olive Garden. I don't know. Which one did you go to, just out of curiosity? Uh, it was in West Little Rock. Is it over on Rodney Parham? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one's not very good. Yeah. I, I can attest to that. It may just be that specific one. Carabas, though. You get their bread. Well, and you know, you talk about Carabas, Macaroni Grill. Macaroni Grill. Uh, a local chain, Carino's. Used Carino's, to have it. yep. Yeah, any of those Italian places like that. That's special. But again, though, if you take away the Italian sauce that you're dipping it into so if you take away the sauces and butters cheddar bay biscuits i was just going to have to be the goat they reign supreme yeah they have because it's got flavor built into it you need literally nothing you can put butter on it if you want to but you don't need anything I look at people, I judge them. If I see them taking a, a Cheddar Bay biscuit and putting butter on top of it, like, You're not you wrong. are unhealthy. Like, I'm going to eat mine without these, <laughs> these added calories to it. Give me the, give me. I'm going to eat healthy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm on a diet. I'm going to leave I, the butter off my Cheddar Bay biscuits tonight. I can have the need- extra biscuit because I didn't put butter on it. Thank you very uh, much. I'm also going to tell you, Red Lobster, I know you're listening. <laughs> You show up at a table with like five biscuits for four people. Thank you. Don't do that. Thank, okay, that's the, uh, when it comes to the worst category later in this episode. Yes. That has to be mentioned because I don't know if they're planning on you just alone eating this appetizer. <laughs> they never give you enough food on an appetizer. No. Ever. And see, ever. My wife, she asked me this question. She said, Does bread count as an appetizer? If they just bring it out free, does that count? I argued it does. Yeah, it because it is. It's 
Yes, it serves the same purpose as an appetizer. Exactly. Now, if you okay, if you get free bread or chips and queso, which or, or chips and salsa, which we'll cover later, are you more or less inclined to get an appetizer, or does it matter? It depends on the restaurant or occasion or occasion. Because I would say if, if I'm getting something free that does the same thing as an appetizer, I'm probably not going to get an appetizer right. unless it's a place I've never been to before and they have something really good. Most of the time, we do not. But there are exceptions to that rule. Um, okay, so we've talked a little bit about breads. Let's talk about chips and dips. Yeah. Because that's a natural segue right there. There's a lot of great chip and dip options out there. Yes. And the, the probably the most popular is chips and salsa. What 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 chain restaurant has the best chips and salsa? Chili's. I would agree with that. As far as the chain restaurant goes. I like I like how thin their chips are. And something about their salsa, I really it's not fresh. I think it's cooked. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it still tastes fresh. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but theirs has a, it just hits really well. It's very liquidy. It is. It's, sorry, internet. It's very moist. <laughs> we just lost subscribers, but. There it went. It is, uh, yeah, it's very, very liquid heavy. It's not very chunky. How do you feel about Chewy's salsa? Because now there's the one that's just like diced up tomato, almost like a pico de gallo. Right, yeah. That you're getting. Um, I like Chewy's fine. Sometimes, sometimes if it's thick sauce like that, if it's lean, if the place leans more authentic Mexican, they'll add too much cilantro Cilantro in it, and that takes me out of it. That takes me out of the game. And see, I know a lot of people love their cilantro. From what I have read, there are certain people that have some sort of gland that interprets the flavor of cilantro as dish soap. Present. And that, that's me as well. Yeah. I I wish I could like it. Oh, me too. But I just taste Dawn dish liquid. And and I would be curious, those of you listening and watching, like, are you that person? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious because my wife and p- p- people in my family think I'm making it up. Exactly. I want proof to tell people, yeah, it tastes like soap. And I can't get over it. Because when, ex- when I tell people that don't know that, they're like, oh, you're you're an idiot. You're... You've got to be making this up. No. But there's a lot of people that, that understand what we're talking about. Yeah. Anytime it gets put on a taco, like from a taco truck, some of these taco trucks are loaded on there like lettuce. <laughs> and if I don't know they're going to do that, man, I'm sitting there for 20 minutes picking off cilantro off my taco so I can enjoy it. And my wife's just like, just eat it. And I'm like, I, I can't. I can't. Because it's just like it's taking not Dawn enjoyable. and just putting it over my taco. Yeah. Um, okay. So you've got your salsas. Then you got your guacs. Mm. Do you like Chipotle's guac? No. It's nothing special. It's not worth the extra. It really gets built up to be this incredible experience that if you don't have it, you're really missing out. And it's just guac. It is. Honestly, I I can't say that there's any place, chain restaurant, Mm. that I can think of that just has stellar guac. The best guac's homemade guac. See, and I've, I've, I used to not like guacamole until mm-hmm. maybe two, three years ago. And we made it homemade for the first time. And I was like, okay, 
this is actually good. And now I've started branching out. At a lot of restaurants, though, I'll still scrape that off. I'll take a little bite of it, and I'm like, eh, that one's not for me. There's a lot, and, I, and I guess I get it with the restaurant because they're having to make it in such large batches that it gets slimy quickly. Yes. The best is table side guac, and that sounds so bougie, but it is going to be the best guac you get at the restaurant because they make it right there. But you're going to pay a premium for that. You're going to pay for it, and oftentimes it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. No. Um, there are some places. I don't I don't think this is a chain. This may be a local place in Little Rock called Local Lime. And uh, Cantina Laredo, I think, does this also, where you can get like a trio of salsas and dips. Yep. yep. Uh, now you order it separately as an appetizer or part of your appetizer. Um, and so you've got your guacamole, your salsa. Where are you with fruit in your salsa, like a mango salsa? I have a feeling you don't like that. I don't know this for a fact, but just based on your personality. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? I don't know. <laughs> just, I have a feeling you, you're, you're vehemently opposed to... What about my personality says salsa. that I hate fruit and salsa? It took you 30-something years to come around to pineapple on okay. pizza, okay? I will say fruit will absolutely ruin and destroy... A salsa. Fruit go. has no business being in there. Don't I've, put mango I've in. Don't put strawberry. Long. Don't put peach. Don't put pineapple. Don't put any any fruit in your salsa. Pineapple salsa is good, too. No. What's the problem with fruit in your salsa? I like fruit. I love fruit. You like fruit? You I like, like salsa. salsa. Don't mix them together. You're just not a fan of mixing stuff, right? Why can't you be more collaborative in your life, man? Like, people need to come together. I like those plates that have, like, the dividers on it and just keep everything separated into their own. Uh, okay. No, no fruit and salsa. Queso. Queso's better than all oh, of those. I thought you were saying queso. I, I, I didn't know where we were going with that. Yeah. Cheese, as in cheese. Cheese, more cheese. cheese. Yeah. Chili's has good queso. They do. They do. I'll tell you, my favorite place was an Arkansas-based chain. I think it's kind of shrunk down back to one location, but there's a place called Mexico Chiquito. Oh, yeah. They claim to be the inventors of cheese dip. You're supposed to literally dip your chip there. Yeah, that's that's what they say. Uh, I really like their, uh, their uh, cheese dip, their queso. They claim to have invented cheese dip. Back in the early 1900s, 1920s, 1930s, something like that, that they invented, and I don't know if they're claiming to invent it all cheese dip or if it's just like the uh, Tex-Mex style of queso that we enjoy at a lot of places. But that's what they claim. And it's good. It's good. It's a secret recipe. Yeah. My palate... I've been working on refining my palate. Have you ever worked on refining your palate to where you can taste different things? No. That's a really bougie thing to say, too. No. Uh, but I like to watch food stuff, so I'm always, you know, like, I'm going to see if I can pick that stuff I feel up. like I have a pretty good palate. Okay. I feel like I, I, I'll tell you. I'll do anything once. I'm confident that there's cumin in there, queso, and I am convinced there is dill in their cheese dip. Really? That would be a unique thing to put in cheese dip. It would be. But if you were the inventor of cheese dip, might you put something like that in there? So you could say, you might. This is our twist. We know nobody's going to replicate this. They're not going to think of putting 
dill. Yeah, but if you're the inventor of it, you're not thinking like that, right? Like, you're not thinking, somebody's about to rip this off because it's brand uh, new. You just invented you it. You don't think Colonel Sanders was thinking somebody's going to try to rip off my secret recipe? I don't I don't think so. I'm not until he realized what he had. I don't think when he first did that's, it. That's, okay. Um, I'll tell you a good one. I don't know if it's a national chain, a regional chain. It may be similar to Mexico uh, Chiquito where it, where it kind of consolidated back down, but Poncho's had a really good cheese dip. Have you ever oh, had Poncho's? The place where they had the Mexican buffet? Uh, I don't remember a buffet, but c- could have very well had one. I know I've seen the ones I've been to have been in Mississippi, Mississippi, but they've been there. So you're saying there is something good in Mississippi. <laughs> There's something good in Mississippi, <laughs> yes. But I don't know how big of a chain it is. Big enough that it's in grocery stores. Is there such a thing as bad cheese dip? That's a great question. Have I'm you ever sure had bad cheese dip? I'm sure there is. Like, I mean, I've I've attempted to make cheese dip and it's ended up bad. But that's usually just because, like, I'm scrounging around for something and I end up, like, just melting American cheese with hardly any milk in it <laughs> or trying to just melt something together. Um, but you're right. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to make a bad cheese dip. Uh, are, I think I know the answer to this, too. Are you pro or con having meat in your cheese dip, like ground beef or I'm, carnitas I'm, or something like that? I am pro meat cheese dip. Yeah, all the time. And I, I like a little heat in there also. Oh, some yeah. Some cayenne, some paprika, some cumin. Have you ever made, uh, it's called queso fundido, and it has chorizo in it. Have you ever? Mm, have you ever yeah. That, that's, that's good stuff. It's very good. Uh, white or yellow? Mm. Is there is there one that's better than the other? I probably order white more than yellow. I don't know. I guess in my head, I may think that the yellow is just made from Velveeta. That's, yeah. And that white may be a more honest cheese. That's a good point. But I still eat yellow, you know, cheese dip all the time. Uh, what other dips? Because I've got a couple of, of other ones in mind. Marinara. Yeah. I mean, you're dipping cheese sticks in it. Maybe some bread. Calamari. Oh, yeah, calamari. Which I've got further down the list, so let's not talk about that now. Okay. Um, what about uh, spinach and artichoke? Okay, there's where I was going next. I do like a spinach and artichoke dip. Which is funny. Again, you add cheese, and suddenly those two things become palatable. Like, how often you just I eat do spinach not, or I do, just eat artichokes? Yep, I don't do either of those things on an ever basis. <laughs> on an ever basis. But I, I do enjoy... <laughs> Uh, the spinach artichoke dip. Suddenly, you you just add some cream and some cheese, and that becomes delicious. Cream, cheese, and garlic are the foundations to everything wonderful. Yeah. What do you, What's the best thing to dip in a spinach and artichoke dip? Ooh, because a lot of places will do tortillas. They'll do tortillas. They'll do baguettes. I've seen pita. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We have a place in town that does uh, toasted ravioli. Yes, that's really good. I man. I don't know. What's the best thing to dip in it? I would argue toasted ravioli. If you've never done that before, give it a give it a try. It's really good. I mean, it's hard to argue against that. Um, I w- I probably prefer something that's a little heartier yeah. than just a chip because that that's a really 
thick dip and you're going to break your chip off in it. Speaking of, like chilies, chilies, I think, has a spinach and artichoke, yep. and that chip does it's, not stand a chance. Nope, they, they don't go well together yeah. at all. That's why their queso has to be so thin. Like they, you can't have a lot in that queso yes. or, or guac because it can't hold up. Is Does chili count as a dip? Mm, I would say no. Okay. I think it's it's its own dish. Um, what about uh, hummus? One of my favorite dips. Mm-hmm. In fact, we're, uh, we made hummus at home last night. I love hummus. Hummus is great. Roasted red pepper hummus is my favorite. Yeah, we have some of that in our fridge right now and some garlic, or no, not garlic, everything hummus. Ooh. In there too. Uh, and when you talk about dipping stuff in hummus, I do not like hard pita. I'm not a crunchy pita guy. Nope. Soft pita all the way. Soft pita, man. That And you can get that at Walmart now. And it's great. Oh, really? Like like a little tub of it, just soft pita. Oh, it's so good. And if I can't do soft pita, I'm doing veggies. Carrots. I was going to say, we do a lot celery. of carrots. Um, that may be the only vegetable I dip in the hummus. Uh, uh, cu- uh, cucumber and hummus is good. Yeah, cucumber. Uh, I'll drag an olive through there. Ugh. I know you don't like olives. Can't do olives. What, How- what else are we dipping? trying to think oh what about seafood dips yes you mentioned calamari earlier like a tuna dip a crab dip i'm not a big fan of hot seafood really i know there are some places that do it and people really brag on it but it's never my first choice you can get some that are cold like a cold are, tuna are dip. you a big fan of seafood dips i am any kind of seafood dip i'm a fan of. usually when we go on a vacation if we go to florida for vacation to the beach uh, at some point in the week, we're going to get a, a crab dip. How about corn dip? Love corn dip. Have you ever seen it at a restaurant, though? I haven't. How come? Great I, question. I think corn dip is amazing, especially when you throw some peppers in there. Again, That's a it, missed opportunity It's got for cheese. Someplace. It's got some garlic. It's got all the same things that make artichoke dip wonderful. Makes corn dip wonderful. I, I can see like a Cheddar's or a, a, a Logan's, something like that, having a great corn dip. That's a missed opportunity. Or any Mexican place. I, I will tell you, yes. Ted's Escondido out in Oklahoma, they actually do have a Mexican corn. I think they call it a, a casserole or something like that, but it, I use it as a dip. Really? It's so good. That that one, is, we, we have that at a lot of gatherings, but mm-hmm. I've never seen it on a restaurant menu. That's a great point. Okay, what what next? Do we, do, have we exhausted the dips category? Is I, it time I, to move on? Yeah. I can't think of another dip. So let's move to what I'm just going to call the the fried category. Okay. Sort, sort of fried miscellaneous. Okay. Uh, I love some fried miscellaneous, but like <laughs> fried pickles. I like fried pickles. Fr- My wife hates them, but I love them. Why am I not? Su- well, she's going to hate this whole category, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's she, fried. Yeah. She, she does she's not just do out on the fried. fried uh, okay. Fried pickle chips or pickle spears? Chips. I agree. Yeah. The, the the ratio is right with the with the chips. They they're too mushy. Yeah. If you if you do the spear, mm-hmm. there was a Dixie Cafe here in Cersei before that that whole chain shut down. They did the spears, and it was just too it's, mushy. It's too much. I like the pickle chips. Uh, I would say fried pickles for me could be one of those that makes the bracket. I think there's a very good chance. Uh, what are you dipping it in ranch? Or yep. dipping it in yeah. anything. If, if I'm going to dip it, it's going to be dipped in ranch. You like a spicy ranch with them? 
I'll Ooh. use like a spicy I mean, ranch. Like I, I could see the jalapeno ranch dip from Chewy's mm. dipping a pickle chip in that. Yeah. Being really good. What about uh, onions? So you've got your onion rings or your onion, your blooming petals. onion. Oh, petals. Yeah. Onion petals is really good too. Yep. I was or you've got onion. the blooming onion. Yeah. Awesome blossom, depending on where you go. Is, uh, is the awesome blossom from uh, Chili's? And the blooming onion is Outback. Outback. Yeah. It originated at Outback. And okay. I did it for years at the county fair. Ooh, that's right. And so I've had my share of dipping onions in batter and in oil. When I think of an appetizer in America, the blooming onion, the awesome blossom, the fried onion that's spread out, to me is the quintessential picture of appetizer that pops into my head. It is so shareable that... I mean, you just pick your leaf. Yeah. You dip it. There's a dip in the middle. There's a perfectly formed hole in the middle to set a, 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 a ramekin of dip in the middle. And I would say that the dip needs to be a horseradish-based dip. I like a little bit of that nose heat that I you I don't get. think it has to be, but that that and onion go really well together. They do. But even if it's a spicy ranch, a Cajun ranch or something like that, regular ranch will work fine, but you, you need... You need that contrast. You need some heat. You need something in your nose. That spice also helps to cut through some of the fatty heaviness of just a fried onion. If you have to pick one, is it Bloomin' Onion, Petals, or Onion Rings? (laughs) I would argue Onion Rings could almost go away from appetizer into the side, to a sides category, like fries or something like that. Do you ever order onion rings anywhere as an appetizer? No, because I'm if I'm going to get them, I'll substitute some fries for some some onion rings. Because there are places that offer them. They'll serve them like a huge mm-hmm. tower of them. Yep. Uh, specifically, Red Robin. Red Robin okay. does the towering onion rings. Yeah. No, I'm I'm going to get I'm going to get the the, the blooming onion instead of uh, rings. Here here's the one argument that I would make for onion rings over the the Bloomin' Onion-style appetizer. And that is that sometimes that bottom layer of the Bloomin' Onion can get really kind of soggy and mushy. Yeah, you're right. Whereas the onion ring, you get the crispiness all around. Yeah. That's the... But as far as fun to share at the table, nothing brings people and families together more than picking your onion apart. Yeah, 100%. So the fun factor... Goes to the, the blooming onion. Fun factor to the sky. Uh, what el- what else fried are you thinking? Mushrooms. Oh yeah, I didn't think about those. Fried mushrooms are are really good. There are a couple of other fried foods that could either go here or just into an absolute miscellaneous category, and I'm going to save them to go there. Once I okay. mention them, you can say, no, that needs to belong in the fried category, and that'll be fine. But Well, I don't know if this is one of those things, but one thing I have loved a lot recently in the fried category, and I would put firmly in the fried category, is avocado fries. Avocado fries have become me and Lauren's new thing when we go to a place. If they have them, we get them. Have you ever had them? Oh, no. Oh, no. 
No, I have not. I, I feel a hot take coming on. I have. I, Gosh, y'all feel that? It was a hot take quake. <laughs> that internet was a very white thing to say. <laughs> You're welcome. <sighs> no, I have not had an avocado fry. And here's why. I don't believe avocados should oh, be enjoyed Here we go. in a hot factor. But if you haven't had it. Don't use a hot form factor on an avocado. Again, yeah, I'm, I'm speaking from a place of no knowledge. That is what I do best. Okay? <laughs> I speak without knowledge all the time, and I will not have it any other way. That may be the best <laughs> quote ever given on this podcast, and the most honest <laughs> quote ever given on this podcast. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're, I, I do not know what I'm talking about here. I want to. I want to make it abundantly clear. I could know nothing more. It may be the best thing in the world. It's, but really? I have a mental hurdle that I am having trouble getting over to a hot piece of avocado. Okay, so convince me. Take me down the warm avocado road. Well, okay. Picture it like a, a French fry. Like the the whole the whole thing it does is is the avocado itself starts to soften. Now you you got to put a batter around it, so you've got this juxtaposition of textures. You've got crunchy meets soft. You've got salty meets more oil bland ish in there. It is a really great just. It, it's a great taste. It's a great flavor. Um, it's really good. On the border has some really good ones. Uh, lots a couple of places we went to in Florida earlier this year have some really good ones, and. Uh, they're really, really, really good. I highly recommend. 10 out of 10 highly recommend. So I'm not wrong when I say that they are just hot pieces of mushy avocado. You're, you're, that's an oversimplification of it, but, I mean, you're not wrong. It is, it is, it is deep fried. It is battered and deep fried. And Lauren likes these? Lauren loves them. I have it's got the fresh this. avocado in there. It's got the fresh, hot, and mushy avocado. Yes. Again, I have not tried them. I need to be with someone. See, here's the thing. I'm not going to spend money to order this. Next time y'all are, we'll, we'll make them. Because I think I can replicate it to a degree. Also, can we? why are we calling them fries? Why does everything have to be called fries? They're imitating. Because things have to be called something. Mm. you got to call some, everything something. You're trying to convince people that this is like green bean fries. No, they're just they're fried green beans. I will agree with that. They they, they you could, some places do some places just call it fried avocado. Uh, but I think in order to get over the hurdle that some like somebody like you you are the reason you want to know why you're the reason <laughs> because some people can't get over the hurdle of just a fried avocado. So call them avocado fries and be pleasantly surprised in the process. In the fried category, I'm going to give you boudin balls. Oh man, and those look good too. I had forgotten about them until I just saw that. Yeah, there is. Like, I do love some boudin balls. Um, I, had, I had it here somewhere. Texas Roadhouse has rattlesnake bites that are similar to that. Ooh, that are very, very, very good. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention these on behalf of my wife, but boxties are really good. That's the fried. It's basically fried mashed potatoes. Yes. Which is uh, texturally very similar to a fried avocado or an avocado fry. 
We've broken Aaron. I'm I'm open to trying them if I don't have to pay for them so I can speak with knowledge on this subject. Speaking of fried foods also, I would be also remiss if we did not take a second and talk about the probably for lots of my early 20s, my favorite appetizer to get at a restaurant. Please don't take what I was going to say away. Go ahead. The appetizer sampler. Oh, okay. The sampler. A lot of places. Chili's, Applebee's. It'll have like three Denny's. or four things on it. Yeah, it's got, uh, it's got, in some of these you can kind of pick and you, choose which it, ones yeah. you want. But you'll get like sliders or egg rolls or something like that or chicken tenders or mozzarella sticks or calamari, whatever. And it comes and you can kind of pick and choose. That, man, I would, I would, that would be my meal. Like I would just order just that and be okay. happy. Yes. So, Again, this is to kind of pause right here to ask the question. I was not going to mention sliders or anything like that because those are just miniature yeah. burgers. Yeah. So do those count as appetizers? They do in the most technical sense. But anytime you just shrink a normal entree, like mini corn dogs, um, that that goes in that category. Sliders, chicken tenders. I was going like to say chicken tenders. If all you get of those chicken tenders. Yeah, that, that, those are meals that you're just, you, you know... <laughs> There's going to be some people who are weary of trying new things, and so you're going to take the things that you know everybody likes, you're going to half the portion size, and you're going to throw it in an appetizer, and that'll make somebody happy. Yes, it's an appetizer. It does not deserve a place in our conversation today. I'm going to give you the goat of fried, possibly the goat of all appetizers. I am anxious. Okay. It begins... With a fried stick of potato, we call them French fries. Okay, I was, I, I was making an assumption there, but okay. You then put cheese and bacon on them. Yeah, you go to cheese fries, or you go to chili cheese fries, and I feel like that could possibly be the best of the fried appetizer world. It could be the best of all appetizers. You feel that? Is it another? It's a hot take quake. It's a hot take quake. <laughs> uh, mid. They're, they're good. I, I would not say they're the greatest, though. Why? I don't know that I'm putting them in my, my side of the bracket. Why? Because more often than not, those hot, fresh, crispy fries get mushed down in the bottom. Yes, they do. They're, I would much rather have a potato with, skin. They're covered with... No, 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 no. Potato skin is the same thing. Potato skin or twice-baked potatoes? Holds its integrity. Not near as good as a cheese fry itself. You're, you're losing the structural integrity of a cheese fry. That's okay. No. Because they get soft. You're the whole, guy eating. You're, you're, the, you're guy the guy getting. No, 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 no. Let me finish this. Oh, boy. Let me finish oh, this. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> it is pleasing. When you get down to the bottom of now, how can chili cheese tots, is, did we discuss tots recently? Yes. Yeah. And I'll, we agreed that they were Us and the wives, yeah. That's where it was. Okay. Because you were anti-tot. I'm anti-tot. I'm not anti-chili cheese tot. I will eat a chili cheese tot before I ate just a tot. I don't because understand. I don't they're going to get a little soft. I give up. YouTube, I give up. 
I had at a little diner in Moab, Arizona earlier this year, uh, Moab, Utah, some chili cheese fries, house-made fries, house-made chili, was not house-made cheese, but they were incredible, and you got down, they served them on one of those, you know, sizzling hot skillets, like you get fajitas on. Yeah. It helped maintain some of the crispiness at the bottom, but I don't mind a, a mushy okay, potato help, with chili and cheese on it. Help me understand, because you will not dip a cookie in milk for the exact same reason, because it gets mushy. So help me understand why it's okay if a fry gets mushy as opposed to an Oreo. A fry on its own that is soft and soggy, I don't want to eat. But chili and cheese changes things. Okay, so what about a fry and a frosty? That has nothing to do with sog factor. That's just weird. <laughs> That's just a strange comment. That's oh, just a food sin. Internet, you're gonna have to. It's a food sin. You're gonna have mashed to weigh potatoes in here. are soft and mushy. Yeah, but they start out that way. I thought your whole thing was that are you're you taking something of integrity and you're changing the integrity of it to mushify it when it doesn't need to be mushified. Not not in that case. Wow. But like a cookie, I mean, that's just totally different. <laughs> it's a completely different... You wouldn't okay. understand. Okay, uh, You're right. I would not understand. I speak from a place of knowledge on this subject. Okay. I, I have nothing against cheese fries. I love cheese fries. Chili cheese fries are awesome. But I don't think they're stratosphere. They're not. They're not S tier. Some me. of my favorite chili cheese fries were at Longhorn Steakhouse, and they took them away when the pandemic hit. Really? And they haven't come back. And I'm. I've been really disappointed. Every time I go to Longhorn, I ask him the chili cheese fries back yet. See that? Nope. That's one of the things, though. Chili cheese fries. You got to eat with a fork. A lot of appetizers. Yes. I'm wanting to eat with just my hands. I just want to grab it and go. There's not a lot of appetizers that are probably going to be on my goat list that I'm going to eat with a fork. I gotta save my fork for the entree. <laughs> That's a terrible, stupid way to look at it. Then but. you're really gonna hate where I'm going next. Okay, hit me. Unless, do you have anything else in the fried category no. you want to talk? No, I'm good. Let's talk about salad. No, oh, salad isn't. No, that's not an appetizer. That's its own Wait, course. No. Salad is its own course. No, you're not ordering a salad off an appetizer menu. If you go to Applebee's, salads are nowhere to be found on the appetizer menu. That's a whole separate thing. Are you sure? I am sure. That is a, a separate course. If you go to a fine dining restaurant, you get your salad, then you get your appetizer, or you get your appetizer, then you get a salad course, then a soup course, and then a main course. It's a separate course. You can't count salads as an appetizer. I don't know that I believe you. Well, you should believe me because I'm right. Because I, if you eat the salad before the meal, it's an appetizer. I mean, I. I would still disagree. It's it's a separate course. Because a lot of times a salad will come with your entree, but it will come before it. Appetizer. Noun. A small dish of food or drink taken before a meal or the main course of a meal to stimulate one's appetite. Okay. So can we, do we agree? Are we going by that definition? Okay, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Ha ha ha. Is a salad considered an appetizer? 
Salads may be served at any point during a meal. Appetizer salads are light, smaller portions of salads served as the first course of the meal. Side salads accompany the main course as a side dish. I guess it's possible then, but not all salads. I'm not, not talking about ordering your big fried chicken salad or the the club salad. If you get a if you get a small dinner salad that's served before the meal, that's your appetizer. Some of these, so Quora, somebody says that uh, there are some cultures where the salad is served after the main course, so it would not be an appetizer. Well, look, I would. I may. I make no bones about this, nor do I make any apologies for my faith. And, and I, I'm a good Baptist. And I know that a lot of good Baptists believe that you should eat your dessert before the meal because Jesus could come back and you don't want to have left dessert on the table. So well, I'm non-denominational, so my salad goes wherever I want to go. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Okay, just get on to your point about salads because we're, um, we're, we're approaching minute 50 here. I think that uh, Texas Roadhouse has the best salad that you get before the meal in the game. It comes with bacon. It comes with cheese. It comes with croutons. It comes with a boiled egg in it. Mm-hmm. It's a really it's a good salad. I think we can agree. What is it? Cisco Ranch? Oh, I love Cisco Is the ranch. best ranch. <laughs> it is. That style of restaurant ranch is just, it hits different. I, I will, it does. I will dip my finger in it and eat it if I, I mean, it's too close. It makes me think of like Rhett and Link just drinking ranch. It's, it's it, great. It, it's that good. It's fantastic. You know. uh, what else? We got any other categories? Yeah. Wings. Wings. So this could be a paradox here. Yeah. It could be a conundrum. If we're saying that burger sliders don't count, do wings count as appetizers? Because you see them on a lot of appetizer menus. You do. I, funny enough, I love wings. I never get them as appetizers because if I if I want them, I'll just get them in as a meal. Because I, I I would yes it 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 walks the line of an appetizer, but oftentimes you you're you're cutting a portion in half to to be the appetizer. I will order wings as an appetizer at pizza places. Yes. I was just about to say that. It's a great appetizer for a pizza place. Yeah. I okay. agree with that. I've got a miscellaneous category for you. Okay, hit me. Southwest egg rolls. I was going to mention egg rolls. This is what I was going to say. You could say that they're fried. Yeah. Because they are. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to throw Southwest egg rolls out there. Regular spring rolls like you would get at an Asian restaurant. A lot of restaurants will do some type of egg roll. Lettuce wraps. Remember P.F. Chang lettuce wraps? Love lettuce wraps at P.F. Chang's. I think those are an underrated appetizer. Yeah, I I agree completely. They're very, very good. Um, uh, Not calamari. Um, Also very good. Not clams. Hang on. I'm getting there. Oysters. I love oysters. Do you, you like don't like the, oysters, do you? Nope. Nobody other than my father likes oysters. So when we go on vacation with Lauren's side of the family, they're all disgusted by oysters. Uh, I so like a fried oyster. I never get them. I never get to have them, rather, because they're a little expensive. Like, they're not cheap to get oysters. 
And so you kind of got to, you know, that's got to be your meal. You're going to end up hungry afterwards. Or you kind of got to go in on it with somebody just to kind of have the taste of oyster and to try it. Um, what so, about a Rocky Mountain oyster? <laughs> fool me once. <laughs> they're, they're, they're actually not bad. Uh, they are not bad. I've never tried one. Um, they are, for those that do not know, they are bull testicles. Um, deep fried. Deep fried. I have had raw also. Ooh. Um, not, ooh. I had those in China. Um and mine was, they were undercooked. <laughs> and so it was like a fruit gusher, except not oh. without the fruit. That's a whole story mm. for another day. But uh, Rocky Mountain Oysters, that's what they are. Don't be fooled. If you go out west sometime, uh, that, that's what they are. Okay. I need to backtrack and go to one more fried thing that I just saw, and I can't believe I left this out. But that's a fried green tomato. Oh, special. Eat my catfish. Had some really good ones. They had like fried green tomato nuggets. Yeah, which I had never had Neither nuggets had before. I. And they were, they were almost life changing. They were really good. They were very, 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 very good. But I will order fried green tomatoes at a lot of places as an appetizer. And maybe my favorite place is a cafe in Pensacola, Florida, called um, Five Sisters Blues Cafe. I believe is the name of it. And they have the most incredible fried green tomatoes I've ever eaten anywhere. Yeah, fried green tomatoes is good. the The only ones I have left are uh, from from Asian food. You've got fried dumplings and uh, the chicken teriyaki sticks uh, that you'll get at Asian restaurants. Sometimes those are usually in the or wontons also. So those three from Asian restaurants are probably my favorite Asian restaurant appetizers. We forgot to talk about nachos. That's another one of those that walks the line for me. Nachos is a great it's a it's a shareable thing though. Yeah, just like the awesome blossom, you can share it. Uh, but you can also easily make it a meal. So that's all the ones on my list. That's all I got. Garlic knots would go back in the bread category. Pizza place, yeah. Forgot about those. Uh did we mention toasted ravioli? We did. I know we talked about fried cheese, and I can't remember if we talked about that. Yeah, that's I just don't want to leave something important off here. Oh, you know we're going to. Jalapeno poppers. <sighs> wow. That's yes. got fried cheese and it's fried. Yes. We're, we're going to leave stuff off. We just are. But I think we got to move on for time's sake, unless you got something else burning a hole in your gut like the, all these appetizers would. No. <laughs> okay. Let's take a break then. I can't wait for this. From our regularly scheduled talk about appetizers and hear what you have to Devil say. Eggs. We love hearing you talk about us. It's time for the best things about the best things. Want to hear your feedback on the show? Email us at feedback at bestthingspod.com. Tweet at us at bestthingspod or leave us a review. You said devil eggs right before we hit that bug. I did. I don't I don't think I've ever seen that on a menu at a restaurant. Uh, the pantry in West Little Rock has an incredible deviled egg on their appetizer menu. Really? It's a must try. Wow. Along with the roasted Brussels sprouts. We still got to go there. I still haven't been there with you guys. It is amazing. Okay, I mentioned earlier at the top of this episode that we had uh, a response to Aaron's hot take that he gave a month or so ago. It's been a few episodes back where we did a hot takes episode. And Aaron finally confessed before God and everyone listening his true feelings about pineapple on pizza and how he's come around. He's been, he's been redeemed back in the fold. 
There was a caveat. <laughs> it is a specific pineapple pizza. Yeah, but, but yes. you were so staunchly against it that I, any small step in that direction is, is 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 good. Okay, yeah. so uh, we we have this option. You can go onto our website, bestthingspot.com. You can click the link in the episode notes if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, and you can actually leave us a voicemail. And someone left us a voicemail. They got so up in arms about this that they had to leave us a message. And so this comes from Joey Corbett, and uh, y'all just enjoy. Now, look, y'all need to put a warning label up for y'all's podcast, all right? Especially if it's going to be something where Aaron repents of a sin and says that, you know, he was in the wrong, like the pineapple pizza. Y'all almost gave my poor wife a heart attack. I was listening to y'all's podcast while I was mowing the yard. It's hot. And I'm listening to the podcast, you know, just to get my mind off. Simple fact that I'm push mowing on the surface of the sun. I'm doing fine. Listen to it, getting a couple good laughs out of it. And then all of a sudden, Aaron comes out of nowhere, says he likes pineapple on his pizza. I just went in full shock. <laughs> Next thing I know, lawnmower, it quit running. I'm on the ground. I'm crappie flopping. My wife used the mower not running. She runs out screaming, thinking I done had a heat stroke. Comes up there running to me. She doesn't know if she needs to get the fibrillator out or what. <laughs> she says, what's wrong with you? And all I could say was, Aaron likes pineapple on his pizza now. <laughs> I didn't know how a comedian listened oh, to the pod. Oh, man. What's your response, man? Um, Come on. Number one, did I hear chickens in the back? <laughs> I heard something back there. I, I couldn't tell if it was a chicken or a child. I, <laughs> uh, Joey, thank you for sending in that message. I would like to know if those were chickens that were sitting with you <laughs> as you recorded this. Um <laughs> I'm sorry that I almost gave you a heart attack, uh, but your message was absolutely worth you almost having a heart attack over. That's right. And it was great. I, I don't know. Maybe we should have a disclaimer at the beginning of our podcast <laughs> that says, warning, this podcast could, you know, induce chaos in your lawn yeah. mowing adventures. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you, Joey, for your feedback. <laughs> crappie flopping on the yard. <laughs> that, got that, me. Was, <laughs> that was great. Crappie flopping. Um, one also, one more uh, shout out or one more piece of feedback to give. Uh, this came from YouTube. Uh, so if you'll remember, a couple episodes ago, we we tr- we started this new journey where we put out uh, feedback or put out video stuff, and so we had somebody from YouTube uh, reach out. And uh, let's see, Beats Nate War. I'm gonna. I'm butchering your your username. I'm sorry, but uh, said this great content, guys. Glad I stumbled across your channel. That barstool list when we talked about chips, we put out a barstool list. That barstool list was all jacked up. Made sure to subscribe. Thank you for the subscription, by the way. You remind me of my best friend and I when we go over what snacks are the best. See, shout out. I knew that we couldn't be the only ones that like to talk about Yes, yeah, we like to talk know, about snacks. food. Uh, I had a couple of comments that I wanted to read because I feel heard <laughs> about the Doritos. Oh, yeah? Uh, several people that I have told that to have looked at me like I was just an absolute nutcase. <laughs> at Future Prez on Instagram said, I agree the Doritos have changed. I get the great value brand now oh. because they are just as good. Wow. That's saying something, man. L. Thomason24 said, I had a bag last week, and no joke, I thought to myself, 
these taste different than they used to. You're definitely not alone. We, Those we, were only two of many, quite a few comments many. that said, yes, the Doritos are different. They are different. So keep the feedback coming. It's been fun seeing it all start to stream in and be able to interact with you guys. There's been lots of feedback on our on our social stuff. So keep it coming at Best Things Pod. We'd love to hear what you have to say. All right. We talked about the best. Time to talk about the worst. Welcome to the best things. No, no, no. These aren't the best things. These are the worst things. Okay, we mentioned it earlier. I really just have one worst thing to really gripe about for a second, and that is the fact that appetizers, especially the nicer the restaurant, the the less and less the comes with the appetizer. Like you almost get like a bite. Yeah, like you order an appetizer for the table, which is probably if you're if you're out with your family or a group of people, is at least four people minimum of four, and they will come out with three. <laughs> It's it's the worst or five. They come out with odd numbers, and like how am I, how are we supposed to? We can all get one, and now there's just one staring at us. And it's just that awkward moment of like nobody's going to reach for yeah. it. Who's going to reach for it? Let's offer to split this and all take a <laughs> crumb of whatever is left. It's it's so frustrating. It, it is the most maddening thing about appetizers. I would also say the price of appetizers. Yeah, they'll charge you almost as much as a meal. Mm-hmm. In some cases, as much or more than a meal for an appetizer. You know, it's funny if, if you know, I, I get the rule of thirds, right? That you, you usually charge three times whatever it costs you in, in food costs because you got to factor in your employee costs and your overhead, and that usually equals up. So you're paying three times as much. But if they even did, if they cut that by a third, you would probably sell more appetizers and end up making more money. Because I promise you, the reason some people don't get an appetizer at your establishment is because it costs as much as the meal. And if it's not a special occasion, or if it's not vacation, they're probably not going to get it. So that's my rant. I'm going to give you what I would say is one of the worst appetizers I've ever had. And that was a steak tartare. Really? It was raw hamburger meat. Okay. Ooh, hamburger? Well, it was, I'm sure it was steak, but the way that, (laughs) the way it had been cut and prepared was just like a raw hamburger Mm. with a raw egg on top of it. Mm. I know that a lot of people consider that the height of fancy, (laughs) but I mean, come on. It's not good. I like a tuna tartare. But you like a lot of raw. I do. I like I like raw seafood, seafood. Or, or raw raw fish. Which you didn't mis- mention tonight. Any type of sushi being an appetizer, and I do see that on lists. Sushi, I'll eat as a main course. I never think of it as an appetizer. But I, I like a tuna tartare. I, I like a, a a poke bowl or something like that. But again, you know, those are I I, I don't I don't consider those like the kind of appetizers we've been talking about. You know, there's there's. Fancy appetizers are in a whole different classification for me for some reason. I, I don't give them the same. This is going to sound funny. I don't give them the same respect I do as an appetizer from Applebee's. Don't get no respect. They don't get no respect. Uh, anything else on the worst category? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. Let's figure out what exactly will be the best. 
you want to be the best, you have to beat the rest. It's time for the best thing bracket. Okay. We have talked about all the different types. And now we're going to figure out which one of these things is actually the best. Um, Aaron, I believe this was this was Erica's pick. So by default, I think this is your pick. Mine, yeah. Yep. So that means I'm going to get first crack here, and we, we decided to go specific. So if if it presents itself to be specific, be specific in a certain category. I'm going to pick. This is the only problem. I, I want to make fried cheese my number one. So, uh, but I don't know where to pick from. Okay. Sonic mozzarella sticks? No, sorry. See, we're we're already making progress. <laughs> I'm gonna go Arby's fried cheese triangles. Uh, no, there there is Olive Garden has fried cheese. Yeah, I, I want cheese curds specifically. Okay, all right. But I'm trying to think of where I've had the best cheese curds from. I've never had a bad cheese curd. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm going to say Freddy's cheese curds because that's the first thing that comes to my mind. I know I've had better and it was probably some local place, not a chain. But that's going to be that's going to be my number 1. Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Good number 1. Uh my number 2 is going to be uh a Bloomin' Onion. Go with an awesome blossom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Chili's chips and salsa. That's a good. That's a good call. Um, let me look here. This to me is where we start getting into. Yeah, we're gonna go Texas Roadhouse fried pickles. You wouldn't rather have their rolls? No. I wouldn't. I know. Honestly, the, the, the cinnamon butter is fine, but I'd rather have the fried pickles. If, if they were both sitting there, I'd lean toward the pickles. Okay. <laughs> What's your uh, third one? I'm going to go with Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with PF Chang's lettuce wraps. Oh, that was, was going to be my next one. Um one we didn't mention, Bang Bang Shrimp. Ooh. See, I was sitting here thinking, I know there's got to be some shrimp that we didn't mention. That bang, is bang. one shrimp cocktail. There's another Appetizer. Weirdly enough, I don't lean toward shrimp cocktail for some reason. Out of all the raw seafood I like, I, I like it fine, but like that's not my go-to for whatever reason. Don't at me. I don't know, but that's why. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go for bonefish, bang, bang, shrimp. Wow. Yeah. For not mentioning it, I really love uh, bang, bang, shrimp. Your fourth and final, my, my friend. Cheese fries. 
Chores. From? Anywhere. Okay, I couldn't do that with cheese curds. <laughs> fine, you know no, what? You can. I want to do that with just, cheese curds. Just cheese curds. Yeah. I'm absolutely fine with that. Okay. All right, do we want to do the the, the 1 to 10 thing like we've, we've done a couple times? Why not? Okay. All right, so let's start out with uh, cheese curds versus cheese fries. So cheese, oh man, yeah, this is this is that kind of bracket. This is going to be a hard one. Uh, cheese curds on three, two, one, Eight. nine, giving it a seventeen. Cheese fries in three, two, one, Eight. five. Curds moving on. You give them both an eight. Wow. I love them both. I, I think they're solid. The, the one reason I would go to cheese fries over the cheese curds is I think that after you go back to the cheese curds a few times, just the heaviness of just the fried cheese gets a little heavy. It will be heavy. You get different tastes in cheese fries. It's a good here point. That kind of breaks up the, the flavor some. That's a good point. Uh, Cheddar Bay Biscuits versus Bang Bang Shrimp. Okay, let's do Cheddar Bay in three, two, one, nine. Okay, back to 17. Bang Bang Shrimp in three, two, one, seven. What? (laughs) S? What number? Uh, I was committed to saying eight, and then halfway through saying, I'm like, seven. No, I want to go seven. So I said, S. It doesn't matter either way. Cheddar Bay is going to move on. <laughs> My brain literally glitched halfway through saying that was like a seven and a half. Then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, blooming onion or blooming, sorry, blooming onion uh, versus lettuce wraps from PF Chang's. Uh, blooming onion in three, two, one, seven. Uh, that gives it a fifteen. P.F. Chang's Lettuce Wraps in three, two, one, seven. Eight. Also a 15. <laughs> so let's debate it. Let's just talk it out. This will be our tiebreaker, okay? Uh, we we flip-flopped. We did. So you ranked what what higher? You ranked the Bloomin' Onion higher. Yeah. And I ranked the Lettuce Wrap, which is ironic because... <laughs> the Bloomin' Onion is your pick, two. and yeah. mine was the... <laughs> But after seeing lettuce wrap, I'm like, I love a lettuce wrap. It's it's way more they unique. Are good. I would say the shareability and the, the yeah, fun that brings everybody that. together around the table, just picking out your blooming onions and everybody yeah. dipping into the sauce together is just fun. I, th- I think you're right. I think that, that that that's what appetizers are all about. And so I think I think you're right. Blooming onion advances. You could argue the lettuce wrap is more flavorful. Yeah, it tastes fresher. Yeah. They're, they're great. It really, Nothing wrong with them at all. Lettuce wrap does a great job of preparing you for the meal because it's not too heavy. Great if, flavor. It's light. If we're on a date together, the lettuce wraps are fun. Why are we on a date together? <laughs> I went this way. Okay. Not this way. If, if, we're, <laughs> if we're on a date together. <laughs> why are you on a date? I'm talking to our guest sitting in the sitting on the uh, Why are you going? You're a married man. Couch. <laughs> You've been married for... 12 years. Why are you going on dates with somebody? I'm telling Erica. Uh, Chili's chips and salsa versus Texas Roadhouse's fried pickles. Three or er, ch- chips and salsa in three, two, one, nine. 
uh, fried pickles in three, two, one, seven. seven. All right, chips and salsa moving on. All right. We have a familiar site, your side versus my side. <laughs> it is. So pick uh, biscuits or chips and salsa. Cheddar Bay versus Chili's. Well, I'm going to ask you if you were choosing which one you would choose. Cheddar Bay. See, that that's what I want to choose as well. And I think it's because I don't have it as much, but they are so special. They're so unique. I would. You mentioned earlier an opinion that we have shared several times, and that is that Olive Garden has gone way downhill. Mm-hmm. Red Lobster, I feel like, has gone way downhill. Yeah. But the Cheddar Bay Biscuits somehow still remain as a great yeah. You're right. chain restaurant staple. Yeah. And I love chips and salsa, and I feel so bad to do that, but I feel like it's got to be the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. It's got to be. It's such a unique thing. It really is. It's it's fantastic. Cheese curds versus a blooming onion. What would you pick? Let's do the same thing. What would you pick? As much as I love cheese and I want cheese to be there, I just the the onion is so fun. I agree. I, I did not see that coming. And when you add in some sort of zesty sauce with it, it, it just, it's it's a collaborative thing. It's bringing the table together. It's building community. I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't think anything would top cheese curds, but Bloomin' Onion did it. So now we've got Bloomin' Onion versus Cheddar Bay Biscuits. This is hard. Oh, it is. This is a challenge. And I feel like we have. I think we're there. I think we have the two best things that could possibly be there. I agree. Sometimes I'm disappointed when we get to this point. I'm like, you know, because we have to pick a winner. But I don't. Man, these are both great. They're both great. Uh, all right, we got to we got to make a call though. Don't know how. Bloomin' onion, in three, two, one, Eight. nine. Okay, Cheddar Bay, in three, two, one, nine. nine. Cheddar Bay biscuit advances to the final. Sorry, I moved countdown. It. Yeah. Final count. <laughs> All right, so Cheddar Bay is our winner for today. Congratulations, Cheddar Bay Biscuits. It was close. It was very close. What did the Bloomin' Onion get? Uh, a 17? 8, 9, yeah. And this one got an 18. 18. Off by one point. It, it, it doesn't get closer than that, literally. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, that means, though, we've got a decision to make now. It may be the best thing today, but is it the best thing of all time? It's time for the best thing battle. Oh boy, will we have something retired today or not? That's Ooh. the question. Are we to that point? We are there. Cheddar Bay biscuits come in as the best thing today, but the best thing for the past four episodes has been our nation's capital in Washington, D.C as the best place to visit in America. Ooh. So, the question here is, would you rather have Cheddar Bay or Washington DC? This is this is the point we've come to. So, if DC wins today, it joins only one other? Yeah. What do you remember what the other was? Your team's success. That's right. Okay. As a bestie for the restie. Yeah. Only one other thing has done it in the in the seven months that we've gotten into season two and started this new format. So, what would you rather? 
man, it's would you be willing to trade all the history and everything in Washington, D.C.? Uh, this is what's at stake. You're like, you know, that's really awesome. But have you tried a Cheddar Bay Biscuit? <laughs> I, Will you feel unpatriotic if you say Cheddar Bay Biscuit over our nation's capital? No, because that's uniquely American also. I'm, I got a... We want to let's give it a three, two, one. You ready? Yeah, three, two, one. Washington DC. And as much as a history nut as I am, you have no idea how close that was for me. It was very close. I mean, it was almost as close as a blooming onion. <laughs> And Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Uh, so that does it, man. DC retired. It, it's gone. And honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Can I be real for a second? The only reason, the only reason that I chose DC is because I knew Cheddar Bay will go up against whatever wins next week. <laughs> By being... Because this is retired, Cheddar Bay takes its place for next week. That's the only, that's the only reason. Because it could make a run, too. It it could. I'm, I'm. I think. I think there's a good possibility <laughs> of it because we ha- we have an episode schedule. Look ahead, going. I don't know. I'll ch- <laughs> you, you bet. I think there's a good chance next week <laughs> it makes it. Uh, yeah, Cheddar Bay biscuits. Uh, we'll see you next week. But DC deserves the all the praise. Like, oh, it does. Thank you for freedom, Washington DC. Yeah. <laughs> thank oh, you for sticking around for uh, the last. You know couple hundred years that's <laughs> been less than that though yeah it's been it's, it's been fine we moved there later yeah uh it was a good run dc yeah be proud yeah sure but you know come back next do week. better but be proud <laughs> yeah please please do better let, let, we this, may come back a year from now we may regret this we may come back and retroactively <laughs> remove you from the bestie of the resty hall of fame yeah, we and say power. you know what cheddar bay biscuits you really were better than dc <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right, Aaron, you got anything else? Uh, I, I think people just need to come back next week to see what Elmer's glue and Cheddar Bay biscuits <laughs> might have in common. Foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, uh, no, th- thank you to everyone who has got on board with this in the past uh, few weeks yeah. on social media. And I know we must have a lot of new listeners. We, yeah. So I, I want to so. make sure that you have subscribed. Please... Give us a five-star rating. Yes, nothing we, less. Absolutely. Uh, for those of you that don't know, August is what we consider our five-star <laughs> month. If you're new here, we are asking everyone to give us five stars in the month of August. We've never done this before, <laughs> but it's such a new and revolutionary thing. Uh, yeah, but stay subscribed. Send stay, us, stay subscribed. <laughs> yes, please. That's what we've gotten to. Please, just please stay subscribed. <laughs> Don't unsubscribe. I really don't care if you listen. Just please stay subscribed. Uh, And then uh, send us feedback because it's a lot more fun when we get feedback. Yes, we love your feedback. And who knows? Your feedback may turn into a future episode. That's a really good point. All right. That'll do it then for... I get to the the thing where our thing's at. Uh, That's it for today. All right. For the best things, I'm Craig. I'm Cheddar Bay Biscuit Aaron. (laughs) We'll talk at you next week. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Best Things Podcast. If you liked today's episode, give it a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on all the socials at Best Things Pod and listen to full episodes on YouTube. To hear your opinion on the podcast, email us at feedback at bestthingspod.com or tap the link in the episode notes to leave us a voicemail and you can hear your voice on an upcoming episode of the podcast. 